What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chicken Ball Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, Pro Fab Headers and Exhaust, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, and RK Motorsports Consulting. What is going on? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? He made it back two weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm going to be absent next week, so it's on you. Oh, no, that's not good. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to the, uh, to, the, to, the, to the mountain beach. Yeah, I'm going to the mountain beach. You know, the Myrtle Beach of the mountains, Pigeon Forge. <laughs> yeah, sweet. sweet. That'd be good. It'll be a good yeah, one. Ready, ready for a little break there, for sure. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, man, well, happy uh, late Father's Day to everyone. Happy Father's Day to you folks there. Happy Father's Hope everybody Day. Had a, yes, sir. Everybody had a good one for sure. It was Father's Day and it was Cole Man's birthday. It sure was, yes, sir. The big seven man. He's uh he thinks he's seventeen, but you know. Oh, yeah. He uh he uh yeah, we uh went to the Pelicans baseball game for his birthday. That's where he wanted to go. And, and uh yeah, it was a good time, man. He got to throw the first pitch and all um for the game. So yeah, he loved that. That was cool. Good deal. Good deal. Y'all have fun down there at the beach. Yeah, it was good, man. We, we did it. We enjoyed it. And uh, like I say, we did that. And I messed around a little bit. Went to River City Cafe yesterday for uh, Father's Day lunch, which is a pretty cool place. I know, David, you've been there. Anybody oh. had uh, River City Cafe in Surfside Beach, pretty cool place on the, on the water there. That's pretty nice. That's what I was going to say. I like the one on the beach. Yeah, There's too. another one somewhere up there. I ain't never really been to it, but. I yeah, like it's the, on the waterway. Is it on um, the waterway? Yeah, there's a smaller one on the waterway there, but the, the main one, I guess you say, is on the on the beach. Yeah. And they got a cheeseburger there that's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it's actually called the uh, what was it called? The, I can't remember, but it's basically like you cannot eat it all. It's uh, it's pretty huge. It's got a picture of it. I sure did not get that. No, sure no, nah, no. Nah. But they got some good food there for sure. They do. They did they do. look like I got a cheeseburger? I did get a cheeseburger. Did did it did they look like they was coming along with the pier down there? Yeah, it's coming. The uh the pier the pier uh building or whatever you call it, you know, they got it going pretty good. It's it's gonna be huge, it's nice. And uh they started some of the pylon for the pier. It's a concrete pylon pier, so uh, hopefully this won't go nowhere. <laughs> Maybe not, but I ain't promising. <laughs> Yeah, another, ain't, another ain't, none, ain't none of them down there stood up to a hurricane yet, so. No, they sure have. They sure have. But if they ain't building this one like they build the ones down in Florida, so maybe it'll hold up for a while. Maybe so. Maybe so. Cool deal. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, man. How was your uh, Father's Day? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. We, uh, we, uh, spent, well, Last week, I uh, kept trying to go work on the race car and clean it up a good bit. And I did, but the problem was every time I went over there, because the race car's up at Mom and Dad's house and their shop, and uh rode the motorcycle over there Thursday. About as soon as I got there good, wasn't there very long at all, and all of a sudden it come up a bad storm. And, uh... So didn't get to do a whole lot on it Thursday. And then Friday, kind of did the same thing. I pulled back out. Well, I was uh, 
putting a different vi well putting a visor on the windshield and had to drill it and do a few things and try to clean up some more and all that good stuff and uh all of a sudden it comes up another storm yeah. i was like well dang so uh motorcycle still over at mom and dad's house because i ain't been able to ride it back <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's it, the problem with summer around here man it's, it's gonna storm about every evening yep. yeah and then uh saturday we spent the whole day at the racetrack and then father's day we uh we ran around a good bit and um me and kayla and the boys and went to went to church and uh, you know, I played played guitar this week. <laughs> Actually, I played banjo. I played banjo too. Oh, took, really? Well, I put I played my my gitjo. Right. A little bit. Um, Sweet. Played it for a couple songs and and then uh, went to. <laughs> it was really funny because went to my mom and dad's house and uh, they cooked meatloaf. Uh, had some macaroni and cheese. Some. Green beans and potatoes. Um, well, we left there to go to Kayla's parents' house, and we was gonna eat supper over there. And what they have, they had meatloaf, macaroni and cheese, <laughs> <laughs> and potatoes. <laughs> but we had so broccoli. We had broccoli and cheese though. Oh, broccoli! Okay. <laughs> Instead, that was our green. Instead of green beans, we had broccoli. Right. And we had some yeast rolls over there. That's right. We had some yeast rolls over there, too. So, okay. <laughs> Well, you got your meatloaf fixed. <laughs> I got my meatloaf fixed. And got it in. So, um, I'll, I'll, I'll say the broccoli and cheese was better than green beans. And, and, uh, I don't, which then I ate green beans today at lunch. So, you know. <laughs> hey, man, get your greens, boy. Get your greens. Every once in a while, you need some good green beans. I don't know. I ate some green beans actually today that was from Bojangles. I ain't ate their green beans yeah. in a long time. They're yeah. they were really good for some reason. I, I like I like their green beans. I really do. They do have some good green beans and pinto beans. They got good pinto beans too. I just let you know. I ain't a big pinto bean fan. I like the I like the green variety. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The green variety is good, so <laughs> I, I I ain't like the four pinto though. I ain't like the pintos. Nah, I ain't just me. Oh, so it was pretty good. It was pretty good, and then back to work this morning and hard at it. Yeah, I'm back at it. Well, I'm here, man. I'm all the way from home from Columbia. We're doing some work up there, so uh, yeah, staying busy, bud. Staying busy for sure. Good deal. Do yeah, it. How was uh? How was Saturday at the racetrack? Well, it was pretty good. It uh, it was interesting. Um, we we put a different set of tires on, thinking they were a better set of tires, because pretty much, as I've said, I don't know how many times, everything we're running is old. It's just trying to figure out, you know, which set's a good set, which set's not a good set. And that's the weird thing about the tires on a legend car, because you look at them, and none of them really look what you would say wore out. They might get a little crown to them, but never really wore out looking for the most part. If you wear, if you completely wear out a, a legend car tire, you did something. 
you doing good. <laughs> you, you ran a long time. Um, yeah. So, put a set of tires on, and first practice, it was, eh, I don't know. It wouldn't. We were a little bit off. Um, and at Florence, uh, our second round of practice there is also our qualifying. So you get 10 minutes. You just go out there and run what you can in 10 minutes. So we kept them on, but we tried to we change some air pressure and stuff and made some little adjustments. Because, like I said, we were a little off. And we picked up. We picked up a good bit. We were a lot closer in time. Uh, still qualified fifth. Um, so it wasn't bad. Uh, but I will say for this... Um, we did have an incident there. Uh, everybody had an incident almost. Uh, everybody set up tents and all, you know, stay out sun. All of a sudden, I don't know what it was. There was this crazy wind that all of a sudden came through. Everybody said it was like, it was blowing up dirt out the parking lot. I mean, it was just insane. Just out of, just out of nowhere. It took probably 20 tents and just threw them to, towards turn one and two in the track, so... That was, that was a little while, so tore a bunch of tents. <laughs> Invincible tornado, bro, that ain't good. It, it, that's what it seemed like. I mean, it rocked the trailer and everything. And uh, so, but yeah, so that was that was how our day started. That's when you knew it was going to be crazy. So anyway, like I said, our second round of practice uh, is also our qualifying. We picked up a decent amount, but it still wasn't good enough. We qualified fifth. Uh, unfortunately... The O one Jaden Bowling, um, he he went out to practice or qualified qualified pole set on pole. He come in and tried to do something to the car. It wouldn't crank afterwards. So they started trying all the stuff and nothing would get it. And uh, he told me he thought his ECU throttle bodies, you know, kind of messed up on it. But so not sure. Uh, which I did see where he posted on Facebook today that what they thought was the issue wasn't the issue. So they were still working on it. <laughs> so it must not have been that. So, so he wasn't able. Good Lord. Yes, I know. So I feel for him. <laughs> but they got a lot of experience at it. I imagine they'll have it figured out. Because <laughs> right. um, I think they put on there, he's going to try to run. He was running somewhere Friday. I don't remember where it was, but he's going to run Dylan Saturday. Um. So anyway, that put us since he wasn't able to make the make the main. That put us starting fourth, uh, and I ain't even gonna lie. We changed tires, changed back to sit we had on last week that we thought were worse, which we ran good last week, but we thought were not as good tires because they had probably more heat cycles on them. And right. but we took off in the main. Started fourth. By the time we made turn three, we was in second. <laughs> Sweet. So, um, I pushed the uh, guy that sat on outside pole, David Snook Jr., pushed him all the way to first. He actually told me after the race, he said, man, I sure appreciate you pushing me like that. He said, that, that really helped a lot getting out of there. I said, we had a run. I said, I wasn't about to slow down. <laughs> right. So, uh, so, we went out there and ran first and second for a little while. Uh, had a caution, so I started second and took off. Uh, 
and I fell in second. Yeah, fell in second. And we had a caution not long after that. No, I know what happened. Uh, what happened was I was running second and ran second for a while. And I was I was very, very free, <laughs> we'll say. A little loose, a little, little too loose. A little too loose um, for my liking anyway. It was fast, but it was a little too loose. Uh, and I come out of turn two, and this is the tough part about running Florence is there's one line in this track for us. Now, for late models and street stocks and everything else, they can roll a little more momentum on the outside than we can. But for us, it is down as close as you possibly can get to the wall in the center of the corner and on almost to exit of the corner on both ends. You got to be as close as you can to the inside wall. Well, I was already a little free. So when I got free in the center one time through one and two, I hit the inside wall coming out of two with the left front tire and it kind of jumped up in there. You can see the uh, the end car of it. Uh, it's posted on our uh, lucky 13 motorsports page. <laughs> it's, but I ain't back out of it. It shot me all the way. I almost went off track, yeah, but I ain't back out of it. I just kept on rolling with it and stayed second and come around another lap, and the boys behind me kind of caught me then, obviously. Uh, and one of them decided to dive bomb me. <laughs> I mean, like, I caught him in my mirror, like, at the last possible second. And I tried to stay up the track, but he just dove it in there so deep. He he wasn't ever going to make this corner. And so, fortunately, I didn't decide to turn all the way down the track. I left a little bit of room. And he come up, slid up, hit me in my left rear and got me out of shape. But I just kind of wiggled up the track. And he spun out right there. So, <laughs> so I go start second again after this race. Well... I wasn't trying to play no games. I even told him this. I said, I wasn't trying to play no games. I said, we got to the line, and I heard you go take off, and then everybody kind of backed off. Well, I backed off, but somebody just nailed my bumper. And so when they hit my bumper, I just stayed in it. And so we ran first there for a second. And then uh, and then David Snook Jr. was able to get back by us. Then I ran second. Bunch more laps, uh, kind of it stretched out to the end at that point, and it just the longer we ran, the the less bite I just had all the way around the car. Kind of like tires get hot and just I ain't gonna say it was loose or tight. It was just you go in there and it might be one this lap, it might be the other, just depending on how you turn in and how you were braking. So right. just trying to find a good balance in the car was tough for me so yeah and uh, i'm tired like you say it's it's hard it's hard to, to judge when you've had got tired that means like yeah so so i ain't complaining i mean we're running good we showed we can uh some of them even one of the boys that was driving one of the cars uh alex meggs is the name uh he come over there he's man i ain't like that 1250 passing me <laughs> So it was old fun. school passing him, bro. Yeah, I said, I'll take this old stuff and run with y'all. I, <laughs> I said, I ain't scared. That's right. That's I ain't right. scared. So, 
Nah, it was good though. I mean, I I I want to get it, and I think we can. I think we're right there to being able to to win one of these. I want to. Hopefully, we can put it all together one day and keep it up front for twenty five laps. Oh yeah, that's coming for sure, man. It definitely is. I thought we had a good chance last week at Dillon, and I think we would have been real close had the rain not came. Just right. that messed up our line and stuff. But this week was just Florence is a tougher track to drive for me. Uh, I like to be able to move around and you know be able to if my car ain't one hundred percent perfect, I like to be able to move on the track just a little bit and try to find a line that still works for my car, and I can I can do that at Dillon. And still right. be really close. Florence, though, if it's for our our cars for whatever reason, is you got to there's one line to run pretty much for us. And you can run side by side, don't get me wrong. It's just there's one fast line. So, right. So that makes it a little tough there. You, you uh, really gotta be on your on. setup game there. Just get on the wall and not, well, get to the wall. It's not, that's not the wall. <laughs> don't, 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 don't be hitting it no more. <laughs> yeah, don't hit it. No, nah, it was, it was good though. It was good. It was a, it was a quick day out there. We, shoot, we were, it, it, I put it this way, it was still daylight when we got done racing. Same. So That's always nice when you leave. Well, we didn't leave though. I stuck around, watched some more racing and waited for the payout window to open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're gonna have to stop and get that. <laughs> you know. Gotta have that. Gotta get it. Yeah, a little bit there. Yeah. But anyway, so it wasn't too too bad. wasn't too too bad. Like I said, we'll be off. The, I'm on. I'm going on vacation, so we're not gonna run this weekend. Um, but we we'll, we will be back at Florence Motor Speedway come July second. Uh, July second. They gonna have a big to do out there. Fireworks, all that fun jazz out there. Bunch for the kids going on and stuff. Uh, don't know if many of y'all saw last week. I know you might have saw it. Uh, if you follow our Facebook page, we gave away a family four pack of tickets to Florence Motor Speedway, and Lynn Arden Arnder. I can't say her last name very well, and I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, she was the winner of those four tickets last week. Uh, so be watching next week. We won't do it this week because uh, be the week leading up to July 2nd race there at Florence Motor Speedway. We'll be giving away some more tickets for it. Maybe some more stuff. Who knows? So be watching out and like I said, we're not going to have a show next week, but it'll still be, I'll have it posted up on on our Facebook page and probably do the same type deal. All you have to do is when you see the post for it, make sure you like our page, follow, you know, like, follow, share the post, and uh, comment something on it. I don't care what you comment on. You can say whatever you want, and then we'll give, give them away randomly. Probably the Thursday before the race. Sweet. Can't beat that, man. 
pretty yeah. simple to get you some four tickets to the race. That's pretty daggum. Can't get no easier than that. Everybody's on Facebook. All you do is gotta do is click a couple times and you are entered. That's it. So, but anyway, everybody, uh, it is time for this week's hot laps. This is Hot Laps, presented by SRI Performance, stock car, steel, and aluminum. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we uh, back got another segment of Hot Laps here, as you just heard it, with our friends from SRI Performance this week, and Adam Logan, our buddy Logo, he's on the phone. What is up, man? What is going on? I don't know. What is going on? Just just hanging out here on a on a Monday afternoon, you know it. That's right. Uh Logo, uh he uh he runs our i racing stuff with us also, so we've talked a good bit yeah, before. A, I, yeah, I'm a field filler <laughs> on that deal. Me me too, don't worry. <laughs> We're we're always in the back together, so I think so. We, we I, I keep you company back there. Somebody's got to race. We we race hard back there for wherever we're at. <laughs> yeah, I've I've caused a few dust ups. I've I've been those uh those Monday night or those Tuesday mornings. What do we do? Mondays or Tuesdays? We Whatever were, the next we doing, morning. Yeah, Tuesday. We were doing them Tuesday evenings. Okay, so Wednesdays was very bad at work. So I always, I always screwed up Beef or Tim or Zach or anybody. I'd always get in the way, and they'd always get mad at me. So. See, see, I've heard around there from a few guys, so you just go ahead and tell us the complete truth. Uh, I mean, I've heard some of them guys around there take it pretty personal when we're racing on iRacing. They do, they do, and I told them, I said, man, I'm terrible at this deal. I, that was like that. Was, well, I take it back. That was the second series I ever did. I did back when the pandemic hit. I get, I literally got my rig the morning of when the World of Outlaw did their deal. So I ain't never raced. I just raced on my buddy's stuff. So I was really terrible, and I got fired from the from our eye racing ride. <laughs> uh, I had a I had a car done up. So I used to work for Daryl Landigan, so I had a car that was lettered up like Daryl. So I was his representative because he don't I race, and he fired me from it. So wow, because I was making him look bad. So <laughs> I hopped in. You know, all the guys that work here is like, "Hey, why don't you race with us?" I said, "Okay," and then that was probably they probably regretted that because, like I said, I not meaning to but i would screw them up so it is what it is hey you i'm got, getting better i was fixing to say toward, towards the middle to the end of our season this last time you started coming on pretty good though especially on the especially yeah. on asphalt asphalt i've gotten 10 times better the dirt i know i see the thing is i know how i mean i've never drove nothing in my life but i kind of understand how to race on the dirt but like the asphalt just is way over my head i don't know i don't know when you're supposed to how hard you're supposed to drive in you're supposed to back the corner uh brake roll on like all that stuff is just foreign to me but uh all the guys here at work they've been we'd hop in at night and race with each other so they always been giving me pointers so i got a little bit better towards the end so well, well, it's time. It's time for me to get back on. We, I'm hopefully going to have something to announce here soon about our summer deal. Maybe starting a little bit later than what we hoped for, but hopefully we'll have something going on here soon. Oh yeah, sure. I'll be I'll be on board for it. Good deal. All right, Adam. Well, we want to uh, bring you in as our our uh, hot laps uh, personnel. I guess we'll call it of the day. Um, all right, you are at SRI Performance, correct? 
Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. I am. I am an inside sales guy up here at the in the Mooresville office and the performance side of it. Nice, nice. So you are uh, you are hanging around all the fun people all the time, <laughs> as I say. Um, so we uh, work. We work. Yeah, y'all work. Y'all work. But I mean, <laughs> you know, if as they always say, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Ain't that what they say? That. That is true. I've I've been fortunate enough that I've I've got to I've got to use that saying my my whole my little career. So, <laughs> and I've always said that. You know, I've always said if I didn't have a career already started down here where I am, I would move up that way just to be in the racing industry, just because that's what I love, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, so being inside sales there, uh, how long have you been there? I've been here. I've been here a year now. Uh, coming up, uh, I started last July. Uh, I moved down here, um, and uh, like I said, they were looking for an inside sales guy, and I applied for it, and um, they they took a chance on me, and so I, like I said, I started a year ago. Cool, cool. Well, we're glad you moved down <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, before that, and you said you worked for Daryl Lanigan and stuff. Uh, what really, what did, what got you? Where were you from, and what got you into racing? So I'm from, I'm originally from Alabama. That's where I grew up. Um, and really, my dad got me started in racing. Um, I think I was about seven years old. He, um, he come home one day and was like, "Hey, you wanna wanna go to a race?" And so he took me. Um, they had a little asphalt track, probably about 20 minutes away, um, Huntsville Speedway, and he he took me there on a Friday night, and I pretty much fell in love with it. Man, um, you know that night, uh, just going, being at the races, and um, so did that for probably about a year. You know, going, you know, we just went to the to the asphalt track every, you know, every Friday night for the most part. And then I think it was probably next year or year and a half after that, dad's like, Hey, there's a dirt track. It's actually closer. And they race on Saturday nights. And so we went to that place. And then after that, I was, I become a, as everybody calls me around here. They, I become a dirt dauber and kind of, you know, didn't really go to any more asphalt after that. Just went to the dirt races. And I guess you can say that the, the rest is history. Um, just pretty much just grew up a fan. And then there was a, there was a guy in town. I think he raced like a street stock or a bomber car or something like that. But, um, his garage was on main street and I passed it every day going and coming home from school. And so I was just like, man, I got to go check that out. I'd go see him on Saturday nights racing and he was pretty good. He'd win all the time. And I was like, man, that's cool. He's right down the street. So mom stopped, you know, a few days out of the week and let me go look around the car and kind of, you know, you know, kind of be up close and personal with it. And that just, just struck with me. I was like, yep, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. So. Well, there you go, and, and, and as he says, rest is history. Well, rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I mean, I did. I mean, like I said, I grew up like just, just you know, going as a fan and watching it, and then, like I said, I just wanted to get more involved and just started kind of hanging around the pits a few guys and just started you know taking putting tires on, taking tires off for a few guys, and then I think when I when I went to college. um, had a I was close to I went to Tuscaloosa University of Alabama so I was real close to like the Mississippi uh crowd over there around Columbus Mississippi and stuff like that why not and 
I just really got hooked up with uh, that David Brazil, and he really took me under his wing and, you know, kind of showed me, you know, what it is to, you know, travel regionally and, you know, what it what it takes to really work on a race car. And like I said, when, when I graduated college, I he pretty much got me my first full-time racing job with the team that uh, he was driving for, and then it just took off from there. So did you jump around a little bit team to team there? Well, I, I, I raced with him for about a year, and then um, we were just doing regional stuff. We'd race around Mississippi. We'd, we'd hit like the um, – at that time, the Show Me was at West Plains, which was pretty close to us. So we'd go to we'd go to Show Me 100, the Topless, up in Batesville, um, just kind of hit you know regional stuff and a few big shows when they'd come around. And then I just realized, like, man, I, I love it. I want to do more. So we, um, I contacted the guy, Ronnie Stuckey, of, uh, Hey, I know, you know, all the guys that travel up and down the road and the guys that, you know, really do it professionally. I mean, I know we were, you know, I did it as a job, but like the guys that travel do Lucas world of outlaw, stuff like that. And so he got me hooked up with, uh, Daryl Lanigan and I pretty much moved, moved and started working with, with him in 2012 and pretty much just been with him, um, you know, ever since then. Uh, and and I know a lot of people are like, man, being on the road with a race car, that that's that's great, you know, to be cool to do. And don't get me wrong, going race to race is cool, but that's that's that can be kind of a tough life, can't it? Oh yeah, it's pretty much you know we we would start in February down in in Florida Speed Weeks, you know, race down there for we would we would go down there for a month. We'd always go probably about a week ahead of time and, and test it. You know, that was, that was our test for the year. We'd bounce around a few tracks, you know, testing some stuff and, you know, what we wanted to try for that year or, you know, get a new car out. So we would pretty much spend the whole month of February down in Florida. And then when you come back from Florida, normally it was about two to three weeks. And then it was, it was, you know, go time. He never had really an off weekend until like world finals. So it's, um, it's a very, <laughs> you, you've got to love it. Cause like I said, there's no, there's no vacation time. There's no sick time. It's pretty much you go race on the weekends, come back on Monday, wash up maintenance and hit the road again. So I was fixing to say a lot of times I know them guys are back on Mondays most of the time and leaving out again, Wednesday a lot of times to hit a race on Thursday and so that's, that's yeah it was uh it was it was the good thing about his where he was located up there in, in Union Kentucky is we were centrally located so we could always leave for the most part on Thursday nights and and make it to to where we're racing that weekend um at a decent time you know some people you know if they live up in pennsylvania or georgia or, or right. you know we have some guys travel with us from texas and stuff like they they would stay out on the road more than we would but that was a good thing about our team we were you know pretty close to everything so any chance we did we got home we didn't we never literally stayed out for you know more than two or three weeks at a time right. you know if, if races were scheduled of course we'd stay out but if we could you know get done on Saturday night, we'd come home and work out of our own shop and, and get ready that way for the, for the next races. And, uh, I, I've always heard, tell me if this is true or not. I've always heard Daryl can be uh, a little bit of a neat freak when it comes to that shop. 
Oh yes, it, <laughs> it was. It's, it's a good. It's a good and bad thing. I mean, I always. I really enjoyed working for him. Me and him got along. Um, we we saw eye to eye on a lot of things. But it's just like anything. If you you know you respect um, the you know you respect him. You know he put his you know heart and soul and you know his his resources into his you know his own race team. So you know, like you wanted to take pride in, and oh, yeah. you know that. That's that's our race car. That's our race shop. You know that's our hauler. So yeah, I mean he was a he was a clean freak. I mean you could eat off the floor in the shop. Um, same way with the truck and trailer. But it 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 always. I mean it makes you feel good that hey you got nice equipment. You want to take care of it. Um, you know, it's just it just made everything much easier to work on. You know all you know pretty much you would spend Monday cleaning everything. Nothing oh, yeah. coming that nothing coming to that shop dirty. I mean, you you spend all day getting the car clean, tires clean, four wheeler, pit bike, you know, all your all your stuff from the week, get it clean. So, you know, when it come in there, it was ready to be worked on. You didn't have to worry about, and if you had to crawl up under the car that you were going to get dirty, um, you know, working on it or anything like that. So, it he 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 is a clean freak, but it's it's a, it's a good thing. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Sure. It, it 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 was it was a very good environment to work in. Oh, for sure, and and I and I mean that in the best way possible when I say that, because uh, I I wish I could do that with my race shop, because that would be awesome. I I I get to working too fast and can't. I don't take time to clean the stuff the way I need to. That's that's my downfall, I guess. I I think we would honestly. I mean, you look back. I look back on it and I'm like, man, I spent a lot of time cleaning. Like if you were just working on the car, like um, we wouldn't. Like you just take time out of day. Like okay, you know you you got done working on the rear end or whatever you're working on. You take all them tools, take them over to the pit box, you clean them, put them away, and then you moved on to your you know your next project or what else needs to be done that day. So it always made it you know everything was organized, everything was neat. You weren't you know looking oh, where's that wrench at or where's that tool at or where's this at. Everything you know had its place and it was put away. You know throughout the day so you didn't have to go searching for everything so but like i said it 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 makes everything easier when it's you know organized and clean oh yes for sure Uh, the the attention to those deep the clean cleanliness details uh really honestly make a difference i mean that that, oh yeah oh yeah yeah if if just just the just you know and you you go in our trailer everything had its spot you know you didn't have to dig around you know old, old dirty parts or anything like that you just go to the cabinet and um, i need a spindle <laughs> there's all your spindles they're all wrapped up nice and neat so you know you weren't you wasn't getting a dirty part out or it didn't have a you know three inches of dust on it you know everything's wrapped up you just grab it out of the box you know bag and uh put it on the race car so like i said it's it was a it was a some people look at it like my god that's that's way too much but when you look back at it, it's like man that was that was nice yeah, that it was sure. all all like that for sure and i and i really bet uh having that knowledge from you know the race car especially that car you probably knew being with him that long you knew pretty much every part and piece on that car uh when you decided to go to sri that probably probably helped you a good bit didn't it <laughs> It did. I mean, now I did have a big learning curve because all I've ever, you know, been around was uh, dirt super late models. And and I, like you said, I knew I knew how to build that car from the ground up because you know when we were there, we were, 
we we built club 29 race cars out of our our shop up there so on top of us racing you know the world of outlaw circuit and and racing up and down the road we were also building customer cars so i did have a knowledge of you know what it takes to build a dirt late model and what the guys are looking for but uh moving down here you know it's this big asphalt country um so it took me a little bit of learning curve to learn what you know late model stock guys run and and the parts and pieces that they that they go after and then you know super late models and pro cars on the on the asphalt side and then you know um you know nascar stuff and you know i don't deal with a lot of nascar here but you know you do get you know customers from time to time asking you know like hey i need this piece and that piece and it took me a little bit but you know repetition you know helped me out a lot and you know this guy come and look for this and you just put it back in your memory bank hey that's what them guys use and that's what they were wanting so yeah but having that having that knowledge of being around the biggest thing what helped me is you you under, i understood because i was on the other side of the counter you know what i mean i'm the guy ordering the parts and trying to get this stuff to go race you know on the weekend so that kind of almost a little not added pressure here but it's just like okay i understand hey these guys they need that it's not yeah, one of those things sure. oh i ain't, i don't have it and it is what it is and you know i'm gonna go you know try and go the extra mile like, okay hey i didn't got it right here um let me see about you know getting it ordered in for you or hey we got it at our other locations let me try and get it here as quick as i can because you know those guys are trying to get you know you know, like I said, anything from NASCAR down to the the local stuff around here. I understand those guys are trying to get to the track on this, you know, this weekend, so they they can't be waiting on their parts. That's right. That's right for sure. And uh, talking about you going in there like that, that's that's the one good thing I'll say about, uh, or I say a lot of good things about SRI, but that's one thing I can really say is the majority of the guys that I've ever talked to that work there, uh, a lot of them have been involved in racing themselves for for a while and and so they're they're quite knowledgeable of the parts and pieces that y'all have there in the store oh for sure like i i like you know you know me coming down here like i said i had to learn you know the asphalt and the cup stuff but there's there's great guys here jim malone carl pitts you know my boss kevin eric and all them guys like if you if i ever had a question um I always had guys that I could go and lean on and ask that question. Hey, this guy's looking for this. And, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's this for? And, they, you know, they, you know, who's it? You know, they tell me, oh, yeah, these guys usually get this piece and that part. And and so that, that helped me out tremendously. And we got, you know, Chad Elliott and Jeremy White, you know, big on the engine side of things, which I know nothing about i never had to deal with the engine aspect of of the cars daryl always dealt with that so when somebody comes in asking for you know those type of parts i'm like ooh, um <laughs> hold on one second and let me go let me go ask those guys so like i said sri's got a great group of guys here that you know they all work together and we all have our our strengths but that's that's what makes it a, a good place to work at is because everybody's got you know their strengths and like i said they've been around the racing world for for a lot of years and so they understand and like i said they're willing to help you out and and kind of teach you along the way is that hey this is this is what those guys or this is what they're looking for or this is what this does and this is why them guys would use it so it's um it's a it's a good company for sure for sure and, and just by the end of stuff i personally i'm just going to ask chad because regardless of the answer you get from chad there's going to be an explanation behind it and he's going to know it regardless of whether you really understood it or not 
Oh yeah, Chad's gonna Chad's gonna he's without him knowing it or without you asking, he's gonna he's gonna give you a little explanation, a little little teaching lesson of okay, this is you know this is why those guys use that or that's why we stock this part for you know for that certain situation is because you know ABC type deal. So, oh yeah, I like Chad. Sure. He's a buddy of mine. We like to have fun together. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, cool deal, man. So, uh, so since you've been down down this way in the Carolinas, anyway, um, well, still a little up higher than I am, but uh, uh, since you've been down this way, you still catching some races, man? Oh yeah, <laughs> the the funny part is I've probably been to more asphalt races down here uh, than dirt races. Um, I think it's kind of one of those things. I moved down here and I, you know, I was I, I was around dirt racing for I, I say fifteen plus years of you know that's what I did working on cars, traveling up and down the road, and you know going to the the World One Hundreds and the the Dreams and Cedar Lake and and Knoxville and places like that and Lernerville and you know I was kind of like okay I've experienced that stuff a little bit. Let me go try. So I've been uh, I've been going to a lot of the the cars toured late model stock stuff around here. Um, with work here, I've, I've taken a, or we've got a trackside trailer that's, you know, for the asphalt side. So I got to uh, go to the snowball derby last year, um, take a trailer down there and, and do that and off Alabama for the Rattler. So I've, I still go, I probably, I told myself moving down here as much as I love racing, I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do this so I can experience a little bit you know, some other things besides being at a racetrack every weekend. And, uh, I don't know who I was fooling, but I, was I still to say, go to the race. I still go to the racetrack every weekend. You, you moved to the wrong area. If you thought that was going to be oh, the I case. Did. I, I know. <laughs> and that's the, that's the, that was the one big thing why I wanted to move down here is because, uh, there's, like I said, I've traveled all up and down, in, down the country and in different areas. And there is pockets of, of racing, good racing all over the country. Um, yeah. You know, that Illinois area, big UMP um, area. Um, Wisconsin's got some good racing with the Lasota stuff. I mean, you know, I, I lived up in Wisconsin for a few years, and there's some good racing up there and good pockets. You know, Cedar Lake, they got some good tracks around northern Wisconsin and Minnesota that, you know, get good car counts. But if you just look at it, you know, day in, day out, this is the place to be for, for motorsports. I mean, you you've got everything. All the NASCAR teams are, are stationed within an hour, hour and a half of here. So you get to, you get to talk to those guys and you get to, you know, help them guys and get to know them. But, you know, short track race around here, you got good, good dirt tracks, good asphalt stuff. So it is, it is definitely a place like I've always wanted to move to this area. And so, like I said, when I was, when I'd made the decision, I was done, you know, working on them full time. I was like, this is, this is the area I want to be in. And I, I don't, I don't regret it one bit. Good deal. Good deal, man. Well, uh, you can come on down there with us anytime and play around with the legend card. We're going to have fun doing that too. <laughs> legend card. I, I, that's, that's one thing I've not, I've not been to a legend card. Well, I'll take that back. I've seen some legend cars race just that being on the undercard of one of our races we, we would go to. They, I'd see some legend cars, but I've, I've haven't been to, a straight up legend car race. So well, I need to. We always just undercard one too. So don't worry. We just we just go out there to have fun with it more than anything. That's the biggest thing. As long as you like you said, you got to have fun with what you're doing. I, it's almost it's it's crazy the way this racing world's been. It's almost you know what I did for so long. It was it was 
it was a job. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It was, it, you almost don't get to have fun with it. So now I'm getting uh, getting to have fun with it. SRI allows me to, to go to these races on a kind of like a different capacity. I get to go and kind of support the guys that come in and buy parts and that I work with throughout the week. And so it's, it's nice to get to the track now and I can kind of, I don't have to worry about, you know, crawling up on the car and making changes and make sure, you know, we're the fastest car there. Now I can sit back and just, you know, support those the people that support us and and just be there as a kind of a, a moral support guy and just say hey you're doing good or you know just just be there and just hang out for sure well uh coming into the summer months here what seems to be some of the uh hot items going across the counter there at uh at sri yeah, it, it depends from 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 day to day a lot of stuff i mean you got guys it, it you know, people rebuilding cars. Um, a lot of stuff here lately is, is is body panels. It seems like a lot of people down here they're racing really hard and and tearing up bodies. So, ordering a lot of body panels. Um, the uh, probably the biggest question, the biggest call we get for right now is y'all got tires. You got tires. You got tires. I'm, so, I'm looking for some too. So if you find any, let me know. <laughs> listen, if I find some, I will let you know. Um, but. It just varies from from day to day what what people are um, you know what what they're after what they're looking for. Just there's so many. The biggest thing is like these guys, you know, like I said, are, are building cars. It's, it's not just like it used to be. Hey, we're going to build a new car in the winter time and race it all year. Now we got guys, you know, hey, I, uh, I got a customer now building building a brand new uh, a late model. So it's like, why would you be wanting? You know these parts. You know needing and pads and rotors and and all, you know fuel filters and all this other stuff. When should got that stuff at the beginning of the year, but they're building a brand new car in the middle of the middle of the summertime. So it's it's some of those pieces that you don't normally see in in the middle of summer. But these guys, like I said, they're new cars and need to have all the parts and pieces to go for it. I hear you there. I hear you there. All right, man. Well, cool deal. Well. All right, out of all the races we ran on on the uh, on the iRacing deal there, or ones that you run, what what's your favorite car to run on there, man? The super late model on dirt, really. And that one, I like I like the super late model on on the dirt because I finally figured out I'm not no I'm still not the greatest at it, but I figured out how to drive it and uh, and probably the 358 modified on the big block deal. Three fifty three fifty eight. You can just you almost you can just map the thing. Uh, you, there's really a, not a lot of throttle control on that deal, and it seems like most of the races I get in at night, a lot of people race those, and it's usually pretty good racing. But I do like the the super late model, but that's just just because I can kind of kind of sit there in my mind and pretend, man, what if I could really drive one of these things? <laughs> probably can you've been around long enough magic could i did get that question asked to me the other day i was at uh was at hickory with uh one of my late model stock uh customers and just hanging out and we had a little downtime and we're sitting there behind a the car and he kind of asked the same kind of questions you did as far as like you know how'd you get into it and he's like so you've never drove one of these things i said no i've never drove one of these things i said i just growing up we just you know racing is expensive and we never had the 
you know, we never had the money to, to get a race car or anything like that. So it's like I said, the next best thing would probably just be working on them. Um, have somebody else pay the bills and let me, let me work on them. So that's kind of what I did. So I kind of get to live out a little bit of a fantasy there through the iRacing is, is as much as you can. Like, yeah, I'm driving a race car. So yeah, you were probably kind of the exception around the pits, weren't you? Cause I, I know most of those guys have, if they didn't race something themselves, they had driven something or raced something in, in the past. A lot of the times, even the guys working on the cars. <laughs> Oh yeah, like when I first moved, when I first got with uh, Lanigan back in 2012, um, I was I was the tire guy, um, you know, I did a little bit of maintenance. But the crew chief was Jason Jameson. I'm, I'm sure you've heard of him, oh, but yeah. he he had drove, you know, he was a a late model driver himself, and he raced around Florence and in that northern Kentucky, you know, Indiana, Ohio area, and. Um, he decided to step back from driving at the time and, and, you know, work on the car. And so I think that's what kind of made us really good at that, at, at that time was, you know, you had Daryl, which is a, you know, hall of fame race car driver. I, I, I consider him one of the best or the oh, yeah. best, um, just from being around him and seeing how he works and everything, but having, having Jason there, you know, he has been in a car. He knows how, you know, he knows the feel and he knew, the thing I tell everybody, he knew how to push Daryl in a in the right direction without just you know coming up with something. Because in his mind, he knew, hey, that's what we need to do. The car, that's what the car needs. So, yeah, a lot of the guys in in the pit area, like you said, have, have been around or have drove cars in in the past. And yeah, I was uh, I, I probably was the exception a little bit. Not to knock anybody, but yeah, everybody's like everybody. Tell, I went tell everybody, yeah, well, I went to college. They go, you went to college? I said. Yeah, I went to college. What'd you go to college for? I, here's the here's the best part. I went to school for accounting. Graduated oh, wow. from the university. Graduated from the University of Alabama with an accounting degree, and decided to work on race cars. I was thinking, so, so you went from trying to be financially responsible to being the most unfinancially responsible exactly. you could be. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I realized quickly after about the first first year out of college when I had a you know a real job as I, I say I'm like yeah this is not for me this is not for me I I'm not I'm not meant to be cooped up in a in a office setting and no I said I need to be out you know moving around working on something I I just couldn't be cooped up like that so well, but I think everything. Everything works out for a reason. But but were you just when you see these guys buying these tires just constantly? Were you just say this is so financially irresponsible? <laughs> <laughs> I just no, I never brought that up. I I knew in the back of my mind. I said, we're, yeah, we're all idiots for out here racing. <laughs> So, so what, uh, people ask that. Uh, people ask that all the time. Like you know, as far as money and stuff like that. And I'm like, do you realize we race? Nobody's making money in racing. Oh yeah. I, I, the biggest about, saying has always it, ever come around is uh, how to become a millionaire in racing. You know, start out a billionaire. Yep. Yeah. How do you make a half a million dollars in racing? Start with a million. Exactly. <laughs> Which right now you probably need to start with two. But I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things. I mean, each team's different. Uh, you know, and, and that's you know that's the cool thing about SRI here too is um, our our used parts selection here. Oh, it, sure. it allows it allows some of these. I mean, even these. You know. I say underfunded uh, cup teams and stuff like that. Yeah. Like it allows those guys to come in here and and get. I mean these these parts are probably one race old, if that. You know, uh, it allows them guys to come in here and get still get a good 
uh, race car part for, you know, half the price um, or less sometimes. And, you know, I see guys now, um, like you watch them on TV, like truck and Xfinity and stuff like that. You look like, man, I just sold that. I know what that guy's got on his race car and he's running top 10 and stuff like that. So it kind of, it's, that's, that's the cool thing about here too. And some of these, you know, local you know asphalt guys and dirt guys coming here and they'll pick through our our shelves and everything else and come get pieces and like i said it just allows those guys to be a little bit more financially (laughs) viable than just buying new new um new parts all the time so but yeah i went from trying to be real financially sound to yeah i'm gonna work on race cars (laughs) well that's awesome man well, good deal, buddy. Well, we sure appreciate you coming on and hanging out with us today, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thank you all for everything you all do for, for us here at SRI. No problem, man. We couldn't do it without you all. So uh, everybody go uh, head up there to uh, SRI Performance and uh, go see Adam up there hanging out at the uh, in the parts counter up there. He, he'll, uh, he'll hook you up on all the parts you need. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right, man, we sure appreciate it. And that is this week's Hot Laps. All right, appreciate Logo coming on there for Hot Laps with us this week. Yes, sir. And uh, as always, everyone, as we say every week here on Chicken Bone Alley, we always appreciate SRI performance, appreciate everything they bring to the table for racers, uh, for everybody. Um couldn't do it without them. That is, it's like I say all the time, they are the Walmart for racing for racers. SRI Performances. They got everything you will ever need for a race car. Um, and not just to go on the car. I mean, set up stuff that you will need. I promise you they can get it. Um, safety equipment. Uh, helmets. You know, they carry Simpson. Um, you know, all belts. Everything. Everything you'll need for a race car. Any car. Any type of car, even street vehicles, they got cool stuff for that. Any performance parts you want to get, so head over to SRI Performance. Head over to their website, www.sriperformance.com. Fill you up your cart full of all the goodies, the go fast goodies. That's what we'll call it from now on, the go fast goodies. (laughs) And uh, get in there and get it all, everything you need. Go check out at that checkout screen go to put in a promo code c bone tennessee is in b-o-n-e one zero get yourself 10 percent off at time of checkout also the same deal with a stock car steel and aluminum it's uh it's that time of year guys we know it's that mid-season deal where uh you have beat that car up first of the year you need to go make it look good. So go get you some painted aluminum sheets. Put that car back together. Make it pretty for all them sponsors you got on it. Or make it pretty so you can draw more sponsors to it. Who knows? And and everything else. All the uh, all the other type materials they got there. Uh, Sterling's having fun with materials today. Yes, sir. I sure have. I've been searching trying to figure out what something was. Uh, if you need some help with anything, uh, need to know what kind of material you need to use, call them up. They can definitely let you know uh, what be the best for that certain application you need. 
well, if you need any more of this, this crazy material you got there, Sterling, I imagine stock car steel and aluminum could probably find it for you. <laughs> they probably can. It's a 301 cold work statement. That's what I need. That's what I got to find. <laughs> what you got to find. Hey, not easy to find, but they probably got it. Hey, they told us the other week they had some shipped out of Germany <laughs> overnighted hey. to a to a, uh, to a customer. Wow. I said, I'd have hated to pay the shipping bill on that. <laughs> I promise you, I hate to pay Oh, man. It's crazy. That is crazy. But, yep. They definitely look out for our, for the customers for sure. So definitely check them out. For sure. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Um, uh, We talked about, you know, last time we run Dylan, talked about Florence Motor Speedway this week. But coming up... July 9th at Dillon Motor Speedway. Uh, there's a race that will be going on that mean a whole lot to a whole lot of people. The Charles Hutto Memorial Race uh, will be held there at Dillon Motor Speedway. And um, let's uh, go to the phone and get some details about it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone now. Uh, gentleman coming on here, his name's Mr. Jerry Smith. Jerry, how's it going today, buddy? Man, it's going good, but, you know, as always, it's famously hot in Columbia, even when everywhere else in the state seems like it's cool, so. <laughs> it, we had less humidity humidity today, so, you know, they said that was a good <laughs> thing. That's what they said. Yes, sir, I, I, I got to agree with that. The humidity was a, a little bit less. I, I've worked outside a good little bit today, so the, the humidity was less, so. Don't, don't worry, it'll be back, um... Wednesday for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. Unfortunately, uh, my job is, uh, is a little bit outside, a little bit inside. I work for the Columbia Police Department, so uh, I try to stay inside the vehicle as much as possible. I don't blame you one bit. Mine is inside. It's inside, but it's in a shop. But <laughs> the door's wide mm -hmm. open and everything else. So, uh, yes, sir. I, I know exactly how you've been feeling, and uh, cause it's a it's been a little warm, but um. Well, things are heating up around here in the racing world. I reckon that was a good lead-in there. <laughs> but yeah, um, we got some uh, special races coming up. But I want to let you, uh, first of all, kind of introduce yourself and uh, who you are. And, and um, we got some special races coming up you want to tell us about. Yes, sir. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm Jerry Smith. I've been around racing my entire life. Uh, I was probably at the racetrack a couple of weeks old, the very first time I was ever there. So, you know, it's been in my blood. I've raced uh, anything that has wheels and will go around and around in circles. I've probably raced it. Um, give up the racing, started just uh, turning wrenches on race cars and just, you know, kicking back and, and enjoying that side of the aspect there. And got hooked up with a, a good friend of mine, uh, Miss Charles Hutto. Uh, who was big into supporting racing. He was a racer himself, but he was general manager at Town & Country Ford, and he uh, sponsored a lot of races, a lot of race cars. Uh, he was very generous to the racing community. Uh, when Frank Kimmel started the Kimmel series, uh, Charlie jumped on board there and was the, the main sponsor for the series there. Uh, that's why when we had the wings on the, the street stock cars there at Rockingham and Bristol, uh, they had Town & Country Ford on it. Uh, you know, he just want, he wanted to give back to the racing world, you know. I mean, he enjoyed it, but, you know, he also wanted to give back. 
and me and Charlie, we worked together for, I guess, about 12 years. Uh, Charlie finally decided that uh, he was going to give up racing. He had a couple of grandsons coming up, and they were getting into motocross racing. So he sold his race car stuff and started supporting his uh, grandsons in their motocross racing. And uh, both of uh, them young gentlemen, uh, they did uh, Lawson and Colton. They did very well. Uh, Lawson, the youngest one, actually made it all the way to the Loretta Lynn uh, Championship Series up in Tennessee. And uh, Charlie, he was always right there with them uh, grandbabies when they were at the racetrack. Um, back in August of last year, Charlie was at a uh, racetrack up in North Carolina, and um, he had told his wife and his daughter that he had a little twinge in his shoulder. You know, it weren't too bad. He thought maybe he just pulled a muscle or something other, helping him push the bikes up to the starting line, and uh, decided to go get checked out. And unfortunately, uh, he had had a massive heart attack before he ever made it to the ambulance and passed away. Uh, you know, Charlie was, was like a brother to me. You know, we were the same age, just a couple months apart. You know, we talked every single day. Uh, he had about a 30 minute ride home from work and I had about a 30 minute ride. So, you know, we, we eat up that 30 minutes riding down the road, talking to each other, talking, racing. And even when he got out of it, you know, he wanted to keep up with what was going on. If he heard a rumor, he called me to see what I knew about it. And every Saturday night at the racetrack, he was always texting me, you know, because I, I do help somebody else now. And uh, he would text me and say, okay, you know, how y'all practice? You know, how did y'all qualify? You know, make sure you call me after the race and let me know how things done. Uh, and on that night, uh, I normally don't have my phone on me when I'm at the racetrack. I check it when I get ready to leave. Sometimes I'll check it a couple times during the day. Uh, I seen I had, you know, about five or six missed calls from different racers. And I was like, what in the world's going on? You know, why is these people calling me? You know, uh, weren't no special race or nothing. You know, I, I can expect that if it was a big race. Uh, we were at Florence Motor Speedway uh, running our super truck uh, when that happened. So I'd called one of them back and he said he heard a rumor and wanted to know if it was true. And I'm like, well, what's the rumor? I'll tell you if it's true or not. He said that Charles had a heart attack and passed away. And I was like, well, I hadn't heard nothing about it. Then I got to looking through my phone and I actually seen that I had a missed phone call from his daughter. Uh, Brooke. So I tried to get a hold of him and finally was able to, to track down a family member. Uh, it's actually Charles's uh, son, Baron, and he confirmed it. He did have a heart attack and uh, pass away. Man, I mean, I, I was devastated. You know, anytime you lose a family member, you know, it's it's very tough on you. And then someone, you know, that I spent, you know, 12 years every Saturday with him at the racetrack, you know, uh, you know, it just it, it broke my heart, man. Sure. So during the off season, um, I had a conversation with a couple fellow other, uh, other racers that we all kind of hung out together. And I said, guys, what do y'all think about if, if I go to Ron Barfield? Because once Cloncord closed down, we went to Dillon and raced at Dillon uh, Motor Speedway there, Ron Barfield's uh, fabulous racetrack he's got down there. I said, what if we get a memorial race together? And they said, absolutely. They would support it. So I went and talked to Ron back in December and kind of told him, you know, what my thoughts was. And he's like, man, let's do it. You know, uh, you know, he gave so much to the, to the racing community. Let's see if what we can give back uh, to the racing community. So I told him I had an idea. I want to do some lap sponsors. 
So I started reaching out and making some posts on Facebook, went to some of his uh, Charles sponsors he had over the years and went to them guys and said, hey, look, you know, uh, this is what we want to do. You know, if you'd like to contribute, we'd, we'd love to have you uh, come on board with us. And, and let me tell you, guys, man, I got over $5,000 in lap money coming wow. on board for this race. Uh, and then I, I talked to Ron Barfield uh, a couple weeks ago down at the racetrack and asked him, you know, what kind of payout the winner's purse was going to be. He's going to give $1,500 uh, to the winner. And I sat down and figured it up the other night. If you was to qualify on the pole and lead every lap of the race, you're going to bring home right at $6,000. Wow. Um, and the, the reason that, you know, the whole $5,200 is not going to win because some people wanted to sponsor different laps. You know, you know, we got some people says, I want the fifth place person finisher to get my money. You know, I want the 28th finisher or the last. Yeah, I even had somebody sponsor the last place finisher, you know, to get some money, you know. Uh, but it's about 52. Uh, I got a couple more um, PayPal sent to me today. So it's pr probably time we get done. It's going to be $5,500. Uh, total money we're bringing in just off of lap sponsors. Town and Country Ford in Charlotte, which where Charlie was at for 35 years, they came on board with $1,000 total lap money, $300 for the pole award. Uh, they got several other laps in there. Iron Horse Motorcycles in Monroe, North Carolina, they wanted to do the, the halfway uh, break that we have on here. Uh, Capital Dodge, which is where Charles was working at uh, when he passed away, they came on board with $500 and, and spread their money out on laps throughout the uh, the field. You know, 75 lap race. You know, somebody can win $6,000. That's a big time street stock race for us guys around here in the Carolina. So I'm expecting cars to uh, to come in uh, from all over the place. You know, when we have our new year's bash at Dillon motor speedway, uh, we have cars come in from Wisconsin, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Vermont, Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida cars coming from everywhere. And I'm kind of expecting that also. I know that, um, Ron's race at the middle of the, the year, his mass series race that, that he, he does, uh, that middle race is normally the lowest car count, but you you know you can still expect 25. Then, I'm expecting to be 50 plus cars. Uh, you know, would not surprise me whatsoever, especially with this kind of money. Uh, the phone calls I'm getting, text messages that I'm getting. You know, these guys is you know chomping at the bits to come on board, and you know we just we want to give it back to the racers. That's where I I decided to do the the lap sponsors. Uh, to try to bring this money in. And, and I'm going to tell you guys, I, I was overwhelmed. You know, I put it up one day, and by the end of that day, I probably already had close to $2,000 just that very first day. And the more people, you know, I, I got a $100 one today. guy called me and said, hey, look, uh, I'm interested in, in doing this. You know, I want, my car number's 28, uh, so whoever finishes 28, I want to give them $100. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, you, you got anybody for 13th yet? I do not have nobody. Well, I do have... 13th but listen i've had to double up on laps well you know, you know so what since uh since uh, that's my number <laughs> on my legend cars okay. 13 uh chicken bone alley and lucky 13 motorsports we're gonna put in another 50 bucks for 13th place okay that that's <laughs> awesome fantastic i appreciate you guys uh doing that for us um you know and if anybody wants to come out there because you know i had people wanting different laps and some people wanting the same lap 
So I was like, <laughs> okay, well, listen, you know, we're going to have to double up. I got so many people, you know, just wanting to do it. You know, I just said, well, okay, I'll just double up on the labs. And, you know, I just updated my post a few minutes ago of uh, the people. And if, if you see a checker flag beside your name on the post that I put up there, that means I've already received your money. I do have a couple that I believe I've received money from, but I can't find where they sent the money to. So, you know, if you're listening to the, the podcast and you think you've already sent me the money and you don't have a, a checker flag beside your name, you know, reach out to me on Facebook, uh, hit me up on text. My my phone number is all over the Internet. Um, guys, I used to do a, a podcast myself. So, um, nice. but I, I give it up during the uh, COVID and my dad was in the hospital. And unfortunately, I, I lost my dad in July. Mm. I lost Charlie in August. And I'd lost a friend, good friend of mine also in April. So uh, 2021 was kind of rough for me. So I decided I weren't going to do no podcast and I, and I haven't started it back. Uh, there's plenty of people out there doing it now. You know, I just tried to like, you know, I, y'all guys, I reached out to y'all guys and said, you know, I'd like to come on board to try to promote this, this race, man. I, I'd love to see that us get, you know, over $6,000 in lap money. And then Ron, like say, putting up $1,500 to win this race. Um, you know, we should have a lot of coverage. Um, I know I've reached out to some people that's got some connections to some TV stuff, Mav TV and stuff like that. And I think Ron Barfield has, has reached out to Mav TV to try to get this broadcast. It, it won't be live on Mav, but it'll be, you know, um, played at a later right. date. Come back and, and put it up on uh, that. Um, but I've already got somebody that's going to film the whole race, uh, no matter what. And we'll get that put up on YouTube as, as a bare minimum, uh, to go back and watch these races. So that'd be awesome. That is going to be awesome. That is, uh, um, I can't think of many races here in the, in the recent past, especially in street stock that have paid that kind of money. So that is, well, you know, Ron pays 2000 to win for his, um, New Year's Bash race, right? Um, but there's no lap sponsors involved in that. And then, you know, he pays a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars for his other mass races. Uh, so, but I, I did confirm that he's going to pay fifteen hundred dollars for the winner. And then, like I say, now with all this lap sponsors, you know, that that just to me, you know, that makes my heart feel good. That just shows me how well Charles Hutto was loved and respected within the racing community. Now he had run-ins every once in a while with somebody, <laughs> but Charles was just like the majority of the racers out there. Give him a couple of weeks; they're gonna go shake hands, say, "Hey, we're gonna agree to disagree, and we're gonna race each other." clean and fair from here out, you know, and that's the way Charlie was. And, and you know, you're a racer. That's the way the majority of the racers are out there in today's world. You know, they may get mad, you know, a little bit, but like I say, just, just the love and the respect that everybody's brought on board with Charles, uh, to help sponsor this race. I mean, it's amazing just to see, you know, what kind of money that, that we've been able to bring in. And, uh, we're going to have Charles's family there at the racetrack, um, that night. We're going to have his grandchildren. Um, he's got, I believe, five grandchildren. Uh, and then five grandchildren are going to give the command to start the engines uh, for the race. Um, so, you know, I'm looking for a big crowd there. We're trying to promote it. 
I've uh, been trying to, to put a word out, you know, every place that I can possibly put a word out. And y'all's podcast is definitely going to help that because uh, I know you guys have a pretty big following with that. Uh, we're going to have a, a lot of the uh, sponsors like Capital Dodge is going to have some people down waiting. Um, Town and Country Ford, uh, several of his people uh, from up there is going to be down at the racetrack also that night. Um, so I, I expect that they will be a lot of uh, – uh, humidity in the air that night, and we'll just use that word there. Okay, because uh, you know his family truly loved him, and you know it was a shock to them, just like it was to everybody in the racing community. And I, I just want to see this go off uh, without a hitch, and everything turn out good. And like I say, I'd love to have 50 cars show up there. Uh, Ron probably only run about 28 of them, and but you know he normally runs. He has you know more than what he's going to start. He'll run a a last chance race and. Uh, I think he pays $500 to win a last chance race. You know, that's about what you get on a regular Saturday night for winning a street stock race. So, you know, that's, that's still good money. Even if you didn't make the big show to go and win the last chance race. For sure. Um, that's, uh, that's going to be one of them races that uh, the, the 28 or whatever it is that make it in are going to be the absolute best 28. And that is going to make for some, uh, awesome racing that night. And, uh, and for a great memory of, uh, Mr. Charles Hutto there and, and I remember him racing, especially over, you know, dealing with the, uh, the New Year's racing stuff. Uh, Charles, Charles was a, a hard-nosed racer, and you know when he was out on the track that he was getting everything there was out of that car for sure. Well, you're exactly right, you know. I mean, but he wasn't an over-aggressive driver. Right. If he had a third-place car, that's where he wanted to finish it, exactly. you know. Uh, you know, he wasn't going to go out there and wreck first and second place just to win the race. You know, right. uh, he was, he was very smart, uh, a very talented racer, you know, third place car. That's, that's where we're going to ride tonight. And long as, you know, we ain't got to worry about fourth place, we'll continue. Uh, but I was going back through some of my notes, uh, the other day and, uh, doing some checking and the last race Charles won before he quit was a memorial race for John Shack who had a heart attack at Dillon Motor Speedway and passed away. That's right. uh, and I just, you know, I just kind of found, found out a little bit of ironic. The last race he won was a memorial race for someone else. Um, so, you know, I, I know a lot of people was going to have zeros on their car uh, for that race. I, I know Ricky Locklear Sr. Has, uh, is going to make some zeros with the font like Charles run on his car so we can uh, put the zeros, which we have a lot of uh, uh, decals out there that I had made up right after Charles passed away that we passed out uh, at the New Year's Bash, uh, a memorial decal. But um, Ricky Locklear Sr. is going to make us some decals, and we're going to try to get decals, that zero font decal on as many race cars as we can possibly uh, get them on it. And, you know, we'll give them to anybody, you know, to, to put on anybody's race cars. But we're going to try to take care of the street stock guys first, uh, sure. get as many as we can of them guys with their decals on there. Uh, and, you know, I, I, you know, I appreciate you guys, you know, I reached out to you guys and, you know, and told you, Hey, I'd like to try to promote this race as much as possible and, uh, get, um, you know, the word out there. And, and like I said, the words out there quite a bit. I mean, I, I got a gentleman I talked to this morning, uh, was calling me about hotels. He's coming from way down deep in Florida, down next to Miami. He said, it's going to be about a 16 hour ride pulling a trailer 
but he come up and raced with Charlie one time before, and he said he wouldn't miss it for nothing. He said he may not make the show, but he's going to come up, and uh, he's going to at least make a temp at it and, and enjoy it and support the cause. And, you know, and that's all I can ask anybody to do is just come and support the cause. I'd love to see the grandstands filled up there. Uh, Ron hasn't announced what support classes he's going to run that night. I know the uh, Grand National Super Series is going to be racing that night. Uh, those uh, guys is on the schedule, and if you haven't had a chance to watch those guys, uh, that's a fantastic new series that just got started. And you, you got guys like Jeremy Mayfield who just won two races, Bob Shack, uh, A.J. Hendrickson, um, Frank Kimball, uh, the, the senior. Uh, he's run a couple races in it, so you know that's a, that's a new series that it, you know you're gonna enjoy watching. And I imagine he's gonna have like mini stocks and probably you guys in the legends cars is some of the support classes there. Well, regardless if we're racing or not, I'm definitely not gonna miss it. I'm gonna be there, uh, even if we are racing. I'm gonna bring all my equipment. We'll be trying to cover the race as much as we can, and talking with you and some of the guys there uh, running the race there for sure. Um, and that it, it sounds like it's going to be a, uh, a, a fun time, honestly, in, in remembering a, uh, a brother from racing. Yes, sir. And if you want to find out more information about it and what laps, uh, we have sponsors on, you can hit me up on Facebook. Uh, I try to keep it updated, uh, quite often of what, uh, is going on there. Uh, Ron Barfield, you can go to their, uh, website, DillonMotorSpeedway.com. Uh, he has it already on his schedule for July 9th, um, the Charles Hutto Memorial Race. So go check, uh, Dillon Motor Speedway out. And the biggest thing I can say, you know, guys, and this is the way I always ended my podcast when I did my podcast. I don't care what racetrack you go to, but go out and support your Saturday night racetrack, Friday night racetrack, whatever it is, go support the racetracks because without fans in the stands, the racetracks ain't going to stay there. We're going to have race cars at the racetrack. That's normally not too much of trouble, but we got to have the fans in the stands to come out and support it. And, you know, if you go to Florence Motor Speedway or Dillon Motor Speedway where I run or any other racetrack around, you're going to see some great racing. So go out and support all your Saturday night and Friday night racetracks. For sure. We appreciate that, man. For sure. Well, it is going to be a great time. That is July 9th here in just a few weeks. Here in just a few weeks. And we'll be... We'll be rare and ready to go, and uh, I know you can find. I know you made a uh, page for for the race, didn't you, on Facebook? I think it yes, is. Yes, I did. It's a Charles Hutto Memorial uh, Facebook page, so you can go there. And like I say, I try to keep that, and I try to keep my personal Facebook page uh, updated with all the information about what's going on in the race and anything that I hear. So good deal, and we'll uh, we'll be sharing it on on the uh, Chicken Moan Alley Facebook page also. So uh, so go follow it. Come out to the track, as y'all heard Mr. Jerry just say, because there's gonna be a. Uh, I, I got a feeling when you see, <laughs> when you see that kind of money on the line, uh, it's gonna be a wild time. But uh, for for the memory of a of an awesome racer, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be make it even that that much better. Yes, sir. And guys, I appreciate you uh, having me here on the podcast. Uh, you know, it really means a lot uh, for you guys to be able to allow me to come on here and, and talk. I like to talk. I think y'all guys probably can figure that out. Uh, but I just want to make sure I try to get as much information out to all our racing friends out there. So, uh, again, I appreciate you guys taking the time and allowing me to come on your show. For sure, man. Anytime. Um, and I'll go ahead and extend the invitation back to you, uh, possibly maybe that Monday afterwards. After the race, get you back on here to 
kind of recover the race and talk about it a little more. Yes, sir. I, I'd love to love to do that. Um, get back with you guys on that Monday and give an update on how things went. Uh, definitely be my honor to do that. Well, that sounds good, man. Well, we sure appreciate it. Uh, Jerry Smith here uh, covering the uh, Charles Hutto Memorial Race there July 9th. Jerry, we sure appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on, hanging out with us, giving us all the information, and uh, everybody get in touch with him there. And uh, like I said, man, we sure appreciate you coming on. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, God bless you guys, and remember, buckle up when you get on the road. There you go. All right, everybody. Thank you to Mr. Jerry Smith coming on here, talking about Charles Hutto Memorial Race there at Dillon Motor Speedway. Y'all be sure to head out. It'll be a great time. Great, great time. We we should be there. We should be there with our car, with the Legend car, that week. Hopefully we can make it happen. I just lost you off the Bluetooth there for a second, but you're back on there now. <laughs> I'm here? Okay. Got, you're here. Got to love all this modern technology. Oh, so anyway, everybody also we want to thank as always our friends over at Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Guys, if you need anything for any type race application out there, pretty much asphalt, dirt, um any crates, supers, limiteds, modifieds, I don't whatever other cop big blow i don't care it doesn't matter Airplane. airplanes <laughs> uh earl ramey is your man is your go-to man he uh he will hook you up on some horsepower that is for sure yes, sir. i mean every week we say it, uh, there's just winners everywhere running earl ramey racing engines uh they can they can definitely put you in the front, give you all the horsepower you need. All you got to figure out how to do is hook that car up and uh, and you'll be up front. And as always, make sure once you get that horsepower under your hood, get you some time on this chassis dyno and uh, see what all the bolt-ons you can put on it to try to make some more horsepower. And uh, they will pretty much tell you probably what's going to make the most horsepower on it. And uh, one of the things... He does on there is a lot of times he'll say it, tell you profab headers is the way to go. Profab headers and exhaust. Head over to profab, get you some shiny stainless headers. And uh, I think not only they look good, but they're gonna put out some some awesome numbers on the dyno for you, and. And just be some of the best headers you ever put on your car. And so head over there, talk to our buddy Andrew Garris. Tell him we sent you. He'll hook you up with some of the best stuff on the market and be ready for it for sure. So go get him. But this next uh this this next young man here coming on, he's got some of them shiny profab headers on his car. Let's go talk to him. All right, ladies and gentlemen, on the phone now, he is coming off 
not only his first super late model win, but his second also in two and two days. The wheel man here, Mr. Will Harrington. What is going on, man? How you doing, bud? I am wonderful for a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Not doing as good as you, though, man. Um, man, you had yourself quite a weekend, buddy. Yes, we did. It was, uh, you know, you always go want to go to the races and win, but just lately we've been trying to just get going to super stuff and just have a good run and just try to learn and keep going. And we unloaded Friday and was really good for out the box and qualified. I left a little bit on the table and heat race we ended up winning the heat and lined us up good for the feature and by then i knew i had a pretty good car and uh it was 30 laps so i just tried to get the lead fast as i could that way i could, felt like i maybe could control the race a, a little bit and just uh had a good car all weekend really just friday night we run around there it had a it had rained early so kind of run the cushion all night and just uh kind of run all thing hard as it run for 30 laps and uh it was able to get it done for you know first our first super win and saturday night we qualified second in our group and won our heat and started fourth and kind of 50 laps and it's kind of rough on tires the first night in a way so uh kind of got just riding there a little bit and uh they had some leader had some mechanical issues and took out another car and uh ended up getting a second and again just cruising around there the bottom kind of started coming in i got down there and cleaned up and kind of started latching up and i was one of the first ones to get to it and kind of took the lead and after that I was just trying to make sure i didn't mess up and make sure i had some rubber left on the tires when we got done and uh both nights worked out for us for sure they did man that uh that was the uh, the clash at the mag down there. Um, it that seems like a track that you have obviously <laughs> really come to uh to to take to man. Yeah, we were we kind of Phoenix in East Alabama had a race that was it's you know it's a lot closer for me to go to East Alabama, but we've had a good track record at Magnolia. I think we were three for five when we went over there, and uh. So I kind of wanted to go back and run super there. I've always just wanted to do that. And I, they were paying pretty good money. We could run, get us two days of racing in. And, and uh, just something about that place. It reminds me some, in some, some ways it reminds me of Cochran. And that's where I grew up at, you know, running. So uh, it just seems to fit me. And, and uh, just kind of went over there and had a good weekend, really. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you there, man. I hear you, and, and uh, it's, it's crazy the, the way it is with tracks like that. Um, you know, you can pass three tracks to make it to another one just because it suits your driving style. And, and, and But the thing is about it is it's not like you were going over there for a gimme by no means. Uh, th there was some stiff competition. That's a tough race over there, man. Yeah, and there's a lot of them guys that run that race a lot, you know, in that area. You know, the Rickmans are good, and uh, – B.J. Robinson, there's a bunch of guys that follow that series that are, you know, really good. Kay Diller, me and him, we got into a little slider battle there Friday night. And, you know, that, uh, there was a lot of good cars that were over there. That's, uh, like, I, like I say, you're not going to go run a super race nowadays. It's going to be a gimme. No. Or really, you're not going to run a race in anything, in any class. It's going to be a gimme. These, everybody in every class has got them figured out. You know, it's, uh, 
just uh, all racing stuff nowadays. For sure. That is for sure. Um, all right. Well, you know, we talked to you a while back, man, back when you was running crates all the time and, and, and really putting on a show in them. You, you, you really got to know them. Uh, then you decided to uh, step up, try your hand at Supers, and it's it, I, just looking at it from the inside out, man, or from the outside in, uh, and talking to you a few times, it's, it's almost seemed like it's been a little bit of a love-hate thing. You love to do it, but it's been tough for you, man. It's been really tough. Uh, we've done it, and we've had our own, we've done it with our own car last year, some back and forth between the crate and the super, and this year I've decided where I'm going to try to run more I'm gonna try to do more super stuff than than crate, just because I felt like going back and forth was hindering me with the super stuff a little bit. And, uh, you know, I've run a lot more bigger races this year. Not that I think that's the best idea to do, but I've been driving for got a Colt Miller out of Birmingham, and he's been wanting to run some of these bigger shows, and we've been going to them. And it's just, uh, you know, them guys are really good at, at that stage, and it makes you makes it really that much harder when you know them guys got three or four full-time employees and you know it's just during the week it's just me and my dad and one other guy kind of around the shop working and then we got brian that comes up you know thursday or friday whenever day we're going racing and it, you know it just it makes it tough when you know they got they race 80 to 100 times a year and we race you know 60 times a year it, it makes it tough but uh we're trying to stay with it and stay digging and uh, I think some, you know, some of them races, some of them big races you go to, you learn a lot. And when you come back home, I think it, it pays back off to go to more like a regional type show, like kind of what we went to this weekend. And it helps going to places you know, too. Like we run some super races, to, went to some of the places this year that we don't know that great and I've never been to. Uh, so, and I think, uh, you know, it's it's really tough and it was, it really gets you down and stressed out sometimes, but you try to stay with it. Eventually, something like Saturday, Friday and Saturday was hoping was going to, you know, pay off for us, and it did. For sure, man. Um, coming off uh, some of, some of the bigger races I've seen you run um, here lately. Well, not even here lately. Just watching you run, especially over the past two years, uh, jumping in the Superman. He, it was, and it is for anybody. So, I'm not saying just about you. For anybody jumping in a super, that is tough, and especially going up against the talent like you just said that is in this country as racing supers. Now, you're not just going to jump in it and be up front. But it has seemed like you have y'all have had tough times, but you've had good nights too, for sure. Um, maybe not wins always by no means, but. It seems like y'all have been progressively getting a little better, a little better, a little better. And the more you've been traveling, going to different types of tracks, to me, it looking looking at it, it seems like you have uh, you're coming to know that car a little better and uh, know the power a little better, and, and just learning what these tracks, what it takes to get around these tracks. Yeah, I mean, it's that's what I tell folks all the time around here that race, you know, locally and just crates and six hundred two stuff. They're getting started and they're getting frustrated because they're not running good or stuff like that. And they don't, you know, they don't have many races under their belt. And I said, hey, look here, like this, it's all hard, but the only way you're going to get better is to keep doing it. You know, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to get down, but you got to stay with it and keep racing. That's, I had to take some of my own advice sometimes, you know, just 
he just uh, kind of got to keep your head down and keep digging. You know, like went to Eldora. We were we had good speed all weekend. We made two prelims. You know, we didn't make the big shows like we wanted to, but I mean, we made two prelims, and I mean, I was I was excited. I was happy about it. You know, there's a lot of cars that went up there that didn't. That's why I was so, fixing. That's what yeah. I was gonna say, man. Is Eldora, y'all impressed me? Like I said, making them prelims when you're racing with 140 cars up there getting in any of those shows up there is pretty daggone impressive and and you like you said y'all look like y'all had decent speed up there we did and that's like uh we you know we took my car to magnolia i mean we made just a few kind of small changes to it some stuff we hadn't ever really done in the super stuff and i think we may have hit on something there that you know fits me a little better and uh when we get ready to go it's gonna be a couple of weeks before we run again we take some weekend off to kind of regroup and we got a vacation coming up, so uh, I think I think when we get back rolling, I think we're gonna have something, to, you know, a good starting point again, and maybe we can start, you know, running up front. We maybe we got all our bad luck out of the way. We had some bad luck there for a month or so, and maybe we got it all out of the way. We can get rolling for sure, man. Going from you know running the crates like you did for years and uh, and running so good in them to now running in the supers and now winning in the supers. What is it that you could tell somebody that is that seems like the one of the biggest differences in driving the cars? I think a lot of the speed has has me messed up. Like sometimes I feel like I know I'm going fast, but I don't really feel like I'm going fast. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I run harder I run too hard. Where, you know, I'm used to a crate car, I can run it while you know, I can run it really hard and it don't hinder me as much but in the super i can slow down a little bit and still have plenty the motor you know can take care of more of it than more or less trying to keep the crate wound up and i've learned even friday night after going back and watching the video i could have slowed down some at magnolia and been just as fast or faster than what i was going uh, it's just some stuff like that and the tires are a lot different and trying to learn the tires and Having to cut them and cycle them and stuff like that to what I like and you know that's just it's a big big deal there. Them that's what beats you in big teams a lot of times is they got they know the tires really good and what what you know what works for their driver and stuff like that. So just trying to get all that on the same page makes a difference. All right. Well, I know they're uh, they're all good and they all feel great, but which one uh, felt like you? Uh, just liked it that much more was it the friday night win or the saturday night win um <laughs> that friday night one was like a big relief like just getting that first one out of the way and not taking anything away from the other car I drive but just to kind of be able to do it in my family own car my mom and dad being there you know my dad goes about everywhere with me my mom don't get to go to all of them, but you know, she's at home watching if she don't get to go to them. But just to have both of them there, just, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't ever be anywhere close to where I'm at today without them two. So it's, uh, it's really, it was really nice to have them, you know, there and just be in a family owned car. You know, my dad was number 14, so I've tried to take that number with me. And it meant a lot to all of us, you know, to finally get that first one out of the way. I, I feel you there, man, because uh, I've always, myself even, I always drove number 13. 
And I still was on my legend guard now. And uh, if I ever read anything else, I just didn't feel right for some reason. It's like I'm going to still run as hard as I can. I don't know. I just don't feel right for some reason, though. <laughs> but, uh, but man, y'all got a good thing going. And um, both cars, man, and for sure. And I, I feel like – and I, I feel like and 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 really hope that now that you uh, it, you know, getting that get that monkey off your back there, sometimes can it take. That's all it takes a lot of times. And it's like, all right, I know what we did this time. Let's try it over here, see if it works. And I know you're probably going to uh, throw some of that at, at the other car too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, I think you know it's just been a little feel issue there that just something I've not I've not been in the field real good and. We've tried some different stuff, but I think what we tried this past weekend, maybe, you know, get a starting point on another card, and we can just kind of maybe just fine-tune it from there. It's kind of really all we did this past weekend. Both cars are really the same other than they got a little bit different motor package in between one or the other. So right. uh, I think once, you know, we get to handling a little better on it on the black the 19 car, I think I think we can be okay. It's just uh, – well, you got to get it kind of put back together from Eldor, and uh, we'll be ready to go in a few weeks. Here you go, try them again. Well, I want to ask you about Eldor real quick because I wasn't able to go this year. Uh, other than, you know, obviously, I, I know you want to run better and all this stuff there, but um, h- how was the, the atmosphere up there running and being there for a race that was that big, man? It took uh, the we were I think we were the first group to hot lap the first day, and we rolled out there and kind of took me a lap or two just to kind of look around and look at it. I remember just rolling into three and I look up there on that hill and I'm like, wow, this is it. Like this is a stage, you know what I mean? Like sure. just trying to take it all in on, you know, that's the, pretty much the biggest stage in Lake Model history or you know racing oh. and. Uh, just it's 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 really cool just to look up there i remember we were in the tech line and they opened the gates for the grandstands i remember people running through the grandstands hard as they could with chairs and stuff in their hands caution tape to get their seats and rope them off and stuff like you don't see that everywhere and that's just the cool place about eldor is you know it's just like i told my dad that earl was way ahead of his time when he built this place like it's just it's awesome. The whole place is awesome. It races. It always races good, and uh, it's it's like no nothing else for sure. Sure, man. Well, after coming off these wins here, man, I'm ready to see you back on a uh, a, a big stage like that. And I know you're gonna gonna put it up front, and and, and I, I know you're always trying, but it's gonna be a maybe a little different, a little different next time. So uh, that's cool, <laughs> man. But uh, who let everybody know who all is helping you out on that car this year. Oh, uh, 5M Construction, Last Air and Electrical, Top Notch Graphics, uh, Limerick Truck Repair, Horn Remodeling, New Point Lighting and Design, uh, Bear Hill Lawn Care, Joy Reynolds Trucking. Uh, the list goes on. There's a there's a lot of them that, you know, support us. And uh, I can just ready to get going again. Good deal, man. Well, cool, man. Well, where, where, where where's vacation at, man? Panama City. Panama City. He going to party. <laughs> I'm going to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm going. I'm, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Uh, Friday morning, going on vacation myself. But I'm going the other way. I'm going to the mountains. Forget all this. Oh, stuff. I got. You. <laughs> I understand. 
Yeah, it's, uh, my girlfriend's family's going. They got they're going for a week. I don't know if I'm gonna go the whole week. The thing I got it worked out where if everything works out like I got it planned in my head, I'll better go the whole week. But uh, I guess I'll wait and see how work stuff is on that. But yeah, kind of take a couple weeks here and work on some cars during the week and kind of get regrouped there and go have a little vacation and come back and get ready to race again. I hear you there, man. Ain't it fun for us guys who uh, keep full-time jobs and try to go to races and stuff, uh, Try trying to get, trying to figure out how we can make it and all this stuff? Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's tough for sure, especially when, you know, you want to go race and just – but, like, the way the – you know, the world's going right now, and I don't want to make any sudden changes on, you know, I got a pretty good job right now that's hard to get, so trying to trying to wait and see, you know, how everything's going to go before I make a big move like that. I hear you there. That's, that's, that's a smart a smart thinking right now, I can promise you, man. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, cool, man. Well, what's up next for y'all? Man, I really don't even know. I, <laughs> I looked at some stuff today. I'm gonna probably say some of the Ray Cook stuff that uh, when I get when he gets the Southern Nationals fired up. Okay, cool. Probably probably middle of July before we get going again. Good deal, man. Well, man, I sure appreciate you uh, coming on, hanging out with us tonight, and um, man, congratulations again. I like I texted you the other night. I text it's like one o'clock in the morning. I'm texting you, man. I, I was proud of you, man. I really was. I appreciate you, man. It's uh, appreciate you having me on and. Maybe we can win some more and get back on here and hang out with you some. Uh, anytime, man. You, you ain't even got to win them. You can call in anytime. I don't care. But I want you to win them, though, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I sure appreciate it, everybody. It is Will Harrington coming off two super late model wins at the MAG. All right. There's the Will man, Will Harrington. Putting it on them down there. At the mag. Man's gonna be there, but I'm telling you, man, he's uh he's 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 moving up quick. He's doing it to it, I'm telling you. And boy, uh, uh one of these days that name's gonna stick with him. I don't know, I don't know, you know, the wheel man. I I'm claiming that I put it on him. Yeah, I, I think you need to. <laughs> yeah, get some kickback when he wins the million at El Dorm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now nah, then we're just calling the rich man. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, sure. <laughs> nah, it's awesome picking up not one, not not just your first, but your second win in one weekend. That's that's pretty pretty awesome there. Yeah, absolutely. It sure is. Hats off them guys. For sure. Congratulations to them. Well, good, good deal. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank our friends over at MPM McAllister Precision Marketing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you or somebody you know want to come up through the racing industry, it's a tough industry, I'm going to tell you that. It's tough to get your name out there. It is tough to put yourself in front of the right people because, as we all know, uh, money makes our cars go round, <laughs> for sure. Yes. Unfortunately, and, yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, in order to make a racing career work for you, you're going to need somebody in your corner that knows the marketing game 
and no, there's no one better at that game than Tanya at MPM. Uh, she is on top of this. She is she she's in the know with everybody. And I don't care if you're on dirt, if you're on asphalt. I don't she, she go karts, uh, sprint cars. I, I don't care. She knows everybody that you need to know, and so she could put you in front of all the faces you need to be in front of. Have the eyes on you that need to be on you, and not only that, she can. Some of her, uh, her, her social media marketing that she does for you, she she takes over your page for you, uh, and makes some of the best you know digital stuff on there. Puts up race, uh, where you'll be at, uh, upcoming stuff, your finishes, and she'll a lot of times she'll keep up with the guys throughout the day. And update it constantly throughout the day. How you practiced, how you qualified, how you, you know, where you're starting, uh, and then finishing everything, obviously. But some of the best graphics uh, that you'll see for racers. She does everything for you on a marketing standpoint. So uh, be sure to head over there, talk to Tanya, tell her we sent you. <laughs> Absolutely. Faux show. Well, 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 well. There was a little more racing going on at uh, Knoxville this past week. The trucks were there on dirt. They didn't... I don't know... I don't know. What do you think? It, it's, it's almost seeming like... I guess since Bristol has a dirt race and the trucks are there, especially the trucks being that they're with Cup, it is really kind of taken away from that Knoxville race now. You don't, oh, yeah, you don't, I agree. you don't hear near as much about it. Right. Yeah, I think the, I don't know, the hype is kind of gone now. Like when we first, okay, they're, they're going to dirt, going there was big, but I don't know, man. As much as they try to make stock cars work on dirt, I just, I don't know. It's just, it's it's falling off a little bit. I think. Yeah, it's a, and it, it really stumped because uh, our buddy uh, Tyler Carpenter went out there to race, uh, ran decent in practice, ran good in his heat race, uh, drive shaft broke in, in the race, yeah. and finished dead last, so that sucked. <laughs> he was first one out. Yeah, it does, man. So, and it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's weird. It's uh, I know, I know the NASCAR guys are supposed to be some of the best of the best, and that goes from trucks to Xfinity to to uh, to Cup. But it just seems like you would think a dirt guy would be able to come in there and do really good, but them things are so different from dirt cars. That it just it isn't there. Stuart Friesen can't make it happen. Um, uh, it, you know, there's a lot of them just can't make it happen. I mean, it's it's it's, it's not the the best one that ever you know done pretty good with it was our buddy Kyle Strickler. He he did pretty right. good at Eldora with the truck. Uh, didn't do worth crap at Knoxville last year with it, <laughs> and he um. 
So I don't know. Oh, but uh, Jessica Friesen took her little ride. She was first one, I guess, <laughs> with a truck to uh, flip on dirt. <laughs> but them, that truck was built so well, it rolled over. They got her off the berm, and she took off again. <laughs> Hey, but that's how, that's how you're supposed to do it right there. If, if, uh, if the, eventually the right front brake rotor wouldn't have broke, she'd have kept on going. She'd have finished the race. So. Right. And well, Fox's coverage was so good, they didn't even have a video of it. Yeah, that's lovely right there. Now, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I saw the 20 pound dirt clot at uh, Ben Rose's home. That was wild. That was wild. That was. I don't. Oof. I just, yeah, I don't know. They they got to do something. They going to keep running them yeah. on dirt. They got to do something. Yeah, I agree. Take, sure I think the biggest thing is take the windshields out of them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Definitely should. So, anyway, well, it's been a good one. Been back on it this Both week. Y'all. Back on it this week. Absolutely. So, uh... Big plans for the rest of the week? Uh, well, you know, I'm going to work. And, uh, <laughs> work some more. That's probably going to be about it. Yeah, me so, too. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I hope y'all get, and get to enjoy your, your vacation there. I got uh, Los Angeles coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'll be headed over that way. But a little bit further west than you going. Yeah, a sure. little bit. A little bit. Just a little bit. A little bit. We're, we're driving, so. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm not driving. I'm definitely not driving. <laughs> not driving is still about the same amount of time, so. Right. Yeah. Uh, man. Y'all, y'all have fun. Hopefully y'all can get into some stuff. Enjoy yourself a little bit. Hope the weather's good for you. Yeah, we uh we got a bunch of stuff planned already. We got uh, uh, whitewater rafting uh, one day. We got um, kind of a chilled out day just kind of doing, but we got a... The Hatfield McCoy dinner feud. We got it scheduled yeah. for Sunday evening. Uh, then Monday, bunch of them go on zip line, and I'm not going to go zip line. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of zip lining. It's all right. Yeah, it's, just, it's just. I don't know. It's just. Nah. So, me and Kayla. <laughs> Kayla's not going either. But uh, so me, her, Jackson, and nephew Bryce. We'll go find something to get into. We're probably going to go find some go-karts to ride or something. Heck yeah. Sometime or something. Who knows? Hit over Gatlinburg or something while all the rest of them's doing other stuff and and hang out and then come back next Tuesday. Probably later Tuesday, though. I'm not working next Wednesday either. <laughs> I don't blame you. You always need a day after vacation. I need a week after vacation normally. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? Oh, so. But anyway, everybody, we sure appreciate all the help and support we get on here every week. I want to thank SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, RK Motorsports Consulting, ProFab Headers, and Exhaust. Uh, Also, I do want to throw in there, uh, especially on my car, I want to thank, obviously, SRI's on there. Um... Also, Lee's Tire and Auto. Um, our buddy John Lee over there, and it was actually his birthday today, so happy birthday, John Lee. Happy birthday, happy birthday John. <laughs> uh, Appreciate them coming on, on the car with me there. Uh, anybody else want to get on a uh, Legend car, let me know. 
we can we can hook you up. Um, yes, sir. We got a few spaces left. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but uh, also, Ford Bike Apparel guys, y'all go check them out. Check out out some cool clothing from Ford Bike. Um, also Cole Train Vander Hyden, Cole Vandy. Um, he is in his rookie year of. 305 sprint cars and he is in a commanding lead of the rookie standings which is absolutely awesome and last time i looked it may have changed after this past weekend uh last time i looked he was he was inside top 10 i think it was of the national standings overall for 305 race saver sprints that's crazy man so apparently uh the faster they go the better he is at it so absolutely so that's pretty cool um so y'all check him out be following him you can find it a bunch of his stuff on our page um for sure also checkered they are the race hub their social media for racing go on there check out i put on our videos for my in-car video i try to get video of in-car here most of the times i had one mess up the other week at florence but i got the past couple from dylan on there and i got this past weekend's from Florence on there. Sterling have to go check it out. See me bounce off the wall. Yeah, I got to see that. <laughs> Papa Wheelie coming off it too. You don't really notice it though. I I felt it more in the car though. I think than because I watched it back on Flow Racing. Um, and it didn't. It just looked like I just got loose or something and slowed down. <laughs> the the announcer said I missed a gear. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't know I was shifting. <laughs> I did not know this. <laughs> but uh, but you didn't really notice it. But then you see the guy dive bomb me in three, and I felt like I had a pretty good save there because I should have been spun out. <laughs> but right. that was that was pretty noticeable in the car too. So y'all go check it out, watch it if you uh have it yet. Go like go like my uh lucky thirteen motorsports page. You can follow up with all what we're doing with the legend car. I just try to keep it on there so I don't post everything on the Chicken Bone Alley page. Yeah. Flood it up, you know. Well, 10 4, guys. Well, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us this week. And, um, like I said, won't have a show next week, but we will catch you, uh, somewhere right there around July 4th. Uh, we'll record it sometime. Who knows if it'll be on the 4th or not, but we'll record it. I guess I don't know. It depends if who if we're on. We, we might it might end up being two weeks in a row off. Who knows? But we'll be back. For who, knows? who knows? Who knows? We'll let you know ahead of time. But anyway, guys, well, we sure appreciate y'all hanging out with us, and I guess we will catch you later. Later.